You're listening to the Dr. Race Show, starring Tony and the AIA. Yo, what up, people? We in here. I got my my Ace Boom Coon, my favorite duo, my two man power trip, MJ. What it do, Konnichiwa, bitches? What's good in the hood? And all them other phrases that'll say "What's up" to niggas. Right, 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 exactly. And, uh, so right now, our, 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 the third member of our trio, Mister uh, Watch, right now, he, uh, he he's a little exposed up right now. And, uh, oh, what country is he in this week? He's in Turkey this week, and he's in oh. Turkey tree, teaching them how to grill goats. Okay, grill goat and turkey. Okay, you know, do, does, I wonder if turkey has turkey. Is that what the is that where the bird came from? Where it got its name? You know what? I'm about to Google that one day. Yeah, we're gonna figure that out. Things that we need to know. Yes, yes, yes. You know that uh, irrelevant information just in case we ever go on Jeopardy. Right. Right, 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 right. But. That being said, it's time to get into what we do here, man. Uh, we've been gone for a little while, man. You know, been in the disposal. We've been on the on the Friday night chats. So if you listen to the show, man, you're gonna come to the clubhouse and chat with us. Then I don't want to tell you, man. You know, come through. Everybody welcome. Bring your own opinion. Just don't say nothing stupid. You know, we're gonna, we're gonna really judge folks when they come through. We do not. And you know what? We find out something new uh, all the time. Um, so you know, it's a clubhouse is a a unique uh, place for us, especially uh, considering you know cruises and shit. Yeah, we find out there's one there's gonna be one certain seven day cruise at a undisclosed time going to an undisclosed location that is going to be look, sensational. If you got a chance to get on that cruise uh, and have that roommate, then uh, I swear to you. Uh, you will always want to go on cruises, and that roommate, you might want to make that roommate a permanent roommate. Or at least a permanent destination during your week. You know, you don't work. And, uh, hey, folks, just don't be tired. Just don't be tired. Just don't be tired. Don't do that tired shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those things that we learn, man. Uh, and uh, MJ, man, what you been up to, sir? uh really not much man um been uh trying to catch up on some sports uh been trying to watch some tv shows uh been uh doing some work at work uh you know when i when i get scheduled time uh taking some classes to try to uh bolster my portfolio uh resume whichever uh idea you want to call it and then uh you know just trying to be uh uh, a 2K play nine. No, I, I mean, I ain't trying to make it to no 2K league or nothing like that. But you know, just trying to relax and enjoy life as is with the wife and kids. Uh, you know, and try not to spend too much money on shoes. But you know, we still do that. So. Exactly. Well, myself, man. You know, I've been just sitting back here, just chilling in the streets. Mm-hmm. Uh, get my get my shit together because that's what you have to do. You're our age. That's true. Get your shit together. And if you don't, you suffer the consequences. Yeah. 
So, you know, with all that being said, man, uh, we can get into this thing. Uh, this week is the week of the, the 21st. Jesus, I mean, the whole month, the whole month then already went by already, right? Yeah, man, we done had our, uh, man, our MLK celebration, man. And, you know, we, we, we just done did a lot of shit. Yeah. A lot of shit. So we're here now. We're just going to process through. We missed a lot of shit that we could have covered um, for whatever reason. Why is it stuck on my screen, man? Get this shit out of my screen, man. I want that. <laughs> oh man, this app is it, fucking driving me crazy. It's not. It's not even on the app, man. It's a. Oh, it's on my home screen, man. Like it's covered my entire screen, so it's covered everything. What is this shit? Let me take a look at it because I got a different. I got the grid view. Oh, oh no, yeah, you I can't, can't see it. You can't see. Yeah, it. I can't see it. My screen. It's a fucking ad or something, man. I'm already. I know what the ad is for. But damn, it's fucking up my. <laughs> you know them ads. You know what I'm saying? You gotta see them. See this? I'm like, oh, there you go. Speaking of ads, have they added those uh, Netflix shit like they've been saying they were gonna do? Netflix, man, they've been on, they've been on some shit lately. They, they told people, man, listen, tell y'all niggas share passwords, crack down on that shit. Um, y'all niggas better get get it together. I don't know what they plan on doing to crack down on it, but that's what they're gonna do. Um, yeah, man. So I mean, they raising the rates on niggas. Mm. Well, kinda, uh, time to, I guess it's time to invest in a fire stick. I'll be trying to invest in Netflix, though. I mean, invest in Netflix, yes, but uh, the, the the way that they're going about things are uh, going to have people pulling in Netflix subscriptions. Like you, I, I get it, you know what I'm saying? You're not making uh, as much money because people are sharing... But if you go ahead and throw them ads in there and people are sharing them, then you get more TVs or more screens looking at the ads, which makes up the revenue. Right. But, right. But if you're taking you that can. away, yeah, you're taking that away, you know, some people ain't going to be happy about that. So. So let's scroll. Let me scroll down here and get to these articles, man. Let's let's do this, man. Oh, for sure. All right. First article out the gates, man. This happened in good old Santa Monica, California. I don't know if we did this before, but a homeless man was booked on suspicion of robbery, possession of methamphetamine. Do we talk about that? Do you remember that? This time I don't. I don't remember that actually. Uh, let's see, on December 3rd, an employee of Adult Love Boutique. I don't think I remember who's talking about this one yet. Never mind. Okay. Adult Love Boutique, kind of like, you get me. Kind of <laughs> I remember stuff like that. You remember off the boutique, uh, huh? Headline Two people, two charged after fa- Facebook live threats. Oh, come on, man. 
two people charged at the Facebook Live Threads prompt prompt lockdown. Boom, boom, boom. People have been arrested and uh, arrested two Broome County men in connection with threats uh, live stream while they were driving around the Binghampton area in Broome. This is in New Jersey. My screen just froze. I can't scroll. I guess I'm going to do it to the phone and we'll all go from there. Because, uh, yeah. Shit's, shit be fucked up, yo. I mean, true statement. True statement. Nope, 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 Neighbors say a man dressing up as a delivery driver following a real delivery driver's route and stealing packages from fortune. This nigga need a job. Hey, look, he he taking all that time to do that, try to get rich quick, uh, and following them around. He could have been clocked in the entire time on his own route. Probably real packages off this village. Right. See, that's where it's going to end up being an issue. This happened during the Christmas holiday, so that's why I said it's the time of year when people are uh, trying to steal holiday heat cheer. And then in each Sunday, just doorbell cameras from multiple homes show what appears to be a man dressed in FedEx, delivery driver, still a package for Portuguese. You get down December 15th. So you got the delivery driver come and drop the package off. You got another nigga coming through, picking them bitches right back up. Hopefully, they ain't homeboys. Mm. That'd be even worse, man. Hey, man, look, just follow me around. Right. These motherfuckers up. I'm gonna stick these motherfuckers. Yeah, dog. Yeah, and the ones that ain't at home, those are the ones you can go ahead and pick up. Uh, yeah. Really doesn't matter because if he's right behind him, dog, all he gotta do is just wait like two beats. You know, basically, well, to see if somebody can open the door. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, the ones that don't pick up something or anything like that. Because uh, I know me, um, when I'm expecting a package, I'm watching a door and the doorbell uh, sends the alert as soon as somebody walks in front of it. And I'm at the door. So we would have met face to face had it been me. And it would have been a problem. You open the door, you look up and you at the door. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, man, uh, we missed the little bit to the wrong place. Huh? How like bullshit. That's me. That's me right here. That's me. Yeah, I know good. my packages. I know what I'm looking for. It said my name on it, dog. Put it just, just said delivered, too. I need that. It took a picture and everything. Right. <laughs> it's going to be a problem if you walk away with my box, cuz. Uh, we talked about this last night on the chat, but uh, the turkey leg hunt is sued by U.S. Foods for $1.3 million in food supplies. Mm, mm, mm. Turkey leg hood ain't paying for their food, uh, even though they try to make people dress up to come eat their food. Like, what I need to dress mm-hmm. up for to eat a turkey leg? Right, man. Or turkey leg. Mm-hmm. Most, right. most of the time, you know, with your fingers, man. I mean, you can right. use a fork to dig out the stuff part, but you're going to eat the actual leg with your hands, dog. No, nice. Ain't nothing I'm eating that turkey leg hood that requires me to eat with a fork. 
or requires me to be uh, dressed a certain way. Uh, I'm, and, and then if I can't wear no J's or something like that, when I come to eat at your establishment, I ain't supposed to eat at your establishment. Hey, man. That is it's a black-owned restaurant? It is. It is. Oh, yeah. Related. Related dress code implemented turkey leg hood. That's what the dress code yep. all about, my nigga. Yep. Dress code for something, mm-hmm. something where you eat outside any goddamn way. <laughs> you gonna eat outside dress suited and booted and shit. Right. You ain't got a dress code on the page. Okay. Yeah. Oh wait. No white. I think one of the, right. I think one of the like, things was like no white tees or something like that. Knit really, nigga. Yes. This, this one of Jesus. Hmm. You find it? Oh, you can't. Oh man, you can't hear. It. Never mind. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> I thought, I thought it was some playing, but got you. It's playing, but you can't hear. Hold on, let me go back. Uh, uh, screen share, share sound. Boom, boom. You fancy. Can you see that now? Yes. I don't need you to hear my place. Roll. Yeah, can you, did you hear that? Yes. Some say it alienates their. Turkey Leg Hut draws in crowds from across the nation with its famously stuffed legs. That's what in this dress code posted Friday that excludes bonnets and exposed. Mm. All body parts must be completely covered. Mm. Makes your meal much clothes. Jokes featuring black tie and Amish attire as the new requirement, but others accuse the restaurant of kicking out the same fan base that made them popular, even calling the owners racist. We are a restaurant and we're not a club, let alone a strip club. The restaurant says its family-friendly atmosphere has been taking a hit during the return to summer fun, with some customers complaining about what was hanging out at the table next to them. As we see, you know, people coming in with pants all the way below the bottom of their 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 derriere. We see, you know, women coming in with nothing but exposed butt and thigh. They also say the first post was a draft not meant to be published. It was replaced with this list that prohibits excessively revealing clothing. It was not implemented to change our image. Um, we, we still like to have a good time, but at the same time, it's an environment where there are children here, there are, um, you know, older people here. Turkey Leg Hut says there are no other changes in the works, but guests who don't follow the guidelines may be turned away. I would think it's appropriate for them to cover up. I mean... Damn. Stop. My nigga. Uh, you get the gist. You get the gist of it, man. My, my nigga. Uh, yeah. Um... Turkey leg, nothing, nothing about a turkey leg hood should be bougie. 
And I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? She was on camera. She wanted to be sophisticated. But don't nobody use the word derriere. She did say derriere. <laughs> yes. yes. Nigga, they got their ass out. They got their butt out. You know what I'm saying? That's that what you say. You don't say uh, exposed derriere. No. I get it. I get it. You know what I'm saying? It's your business and everything. But now, that was, that was a, I think, what, a year or two ago when they did that? Uh, and then now, uh, these niggas, these sophisticated ass niggas, ain't uh paying for their food. <laughs> okay, family friendly environment, huh? Family friendly environment. Apparently, you need to you need to beef up that family friendliness, my nigga, because uh, it looks like you can't pay for your motherfucking bills. Jesus, a one point three million dollar dog. Hey, man, Bruh. I don't know what it for. That wasn't nearly as popular, but mm-hmm. it took a while to order 100, 1.3, oh, shit, $500,000 worth of food, dog. Sir, you say all of that, but my sister-in-law works at U.S. Foods. So we we asked her, like, and it takes a while to, to get $1.3 million worth of food. Even at right. a restaurant, it takes a while to get that. Hey do, you, hey, do you know how many unpaid invoices they have? Bruh. Bro, that's at least two years worth. It's got to be at least say, two years. It didn't say the time. It just said their total balance is one million two hundred eighty-eight thousand five hundred eighty-three dollars and twelve cents. My nigga, to the cents. To the cents. Wow. They agreed to pay the interest. Pay pay interest in the amount of one point five per month on a payment past due until collected. Damn, U.S. Food's about to be on that Barry Bump, that Bobby Bonilla day. Right? But hold up. Here's the thing, right? Okay, you, you say you're going to pay this past due. Where you getting food from until this past due is paid? Yeah, like, are we still ordering food, my are we Right. Are we still allowing y'all to get food? Is there going to be some turkey legs at the turkey leg hut that y'all sophisticated ass don't want people to wear their regular clothes in? Maybe they're just gonna be just selling daiquiris because they also the daiquiri hut. Let's do that, that is true. That is true. They do sell daiquiris. Uh, but I don't think your whole business is, is made off daiquiris because there's plenty of daiquiri places uh around here and who probably have cheaper prices, and some of them have uh the daiquiris where you can get them to go. Hey, uh, so they started supplying US food start supplying them in 2020, September 2020. So they started ordering this food from them back during the height of the pandemic. So yeah. Now I'm not saying years. they haven't been paying them. I'm not saying they haven't been paying them for two years. But I'm like, nigga, if I'm sitting here waiting on a bill and I'm sitting here looking at you popping on social media, having all these events, putting up these pop-up tents outside and having people come through when everybody's gonna mm-hmm. be chilling inside and you still got people coming through during the pandemic. I'm looking at this like, right. hey man, where my money at, my nigga? <laughs> hey, hey, that's the equivalent of the nigga who asked to borrow money. Then you see them uh, with a fresh new outfit, some new J's, and everything, but they still ain't paid you your money back. But you, but they posted it on social media. I'm a little bit hot about that. Like, like don't don't splurge, don't splurge showing me the money that you could be could have paid me back with. Mm-hmm. 
Now to a Fox 26 oh, exclusive as the owner of yeah. Rocky Lake Hut is talking yeah, only to Fox 26 just hours after the lawsuit against the popular restaurant was dropped. A hearing had been set for today, but the third ward residents who filed the suit agreed to give the restaurant owners, quote, a chance to get in compliance with the law. Today's announcement does not mention a specific timeline. Now, they originally sued the eatery, calling it a public health risk, saying the smoke was toxic and causing health problems. I spoke to Turkey Leg Hut owner Nikia Price today, who says she feels relieved. Now, you and uh, your husband and the people at Turkey Leg Hut, you're staying put there in Third Ward. Neighbors say they're also staying put. So how do you move forward and work together and address some of these concerns now? I mean, at this point in time, the only thing that we can do is continue to move forward the way we intended to move forward prior to the lawsuit. Um, the initial reaction was to, was to, you know, have the replot done, have the pit enclosed, and that still is true. That's, I mean, that's how we intend to move forward. We're still going to have the pits enclosed. We're still going to try to be good neighbors, as we've always uh, tried to. Now, Nakia, you said that this really never was about the smoke in terms of the lawsuit, but about neighbors, at least some of them, wanting you out of the neighborhood. Do you still believe that? Yes, I stand firm in my belief that they don't want us here. Um, I believe that, you know, this is some place that we built as a home and we aren't going anywhere. There's an underlying issue, but we're, we, we aren't going anywhere. We're here to stay. What do you think that underlying issue is? I think that underlying issue is is about race. To be what? honest with you, I think I'm that sorry. we are a successful black-owned business um, that is here in the heart of Third Ward, and you know, gentrification has definitely. Damn it! That's, that's why I knew she was taking it. That's why I feel like hey, she was taking it. So, so gentrification. My, I mean, I, I I feel she's gonna take it that way. But here's the thing about how much do you think that pressure from the people around her, around them, had to do with them implementing that dress code? Oh yeah. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure it was a good 70%. Like uh, here's the thing, right? I get it. They say that some of their uh people who were coming in to eat were saying something about it. But if you had been there for that for a while now and everything was going well and like people were dressing like that before um it it wasn't a problem for the people that was eating there it wasn't yeah it, it wasn't i mean there were a couple people that had something to say but you know it was it, everybody in that neighborhood right area having issues with it and they were just like all these black people coming through looking like this look like a club right. over there so they tried to distance themselves from that image you know yeah now, on one hand, I do understand black people distancing themselves from certain images of negativity that come their way. But when you do it at the, you know, do it at the, the uh, I would say at the, at the behest of white people, that's when I had to look at you sideways, right? You're only doing this because you know you want these white people to look at you favorably. So you try to change right. your dress code and then they found something else. Like, nigga, do you not understand? Them niggas don't fuck with you, not because of how you, how the people look. They just don't fuck with you because you a nigga. Right. Right, yeah, like you, you change, change. you change, you're alienating the people who helped you get your business for people who mm -hmm. don't want you there, and then when you alienate those people, the people who don't want you there still don't want you there. They still don't want you there. They ain't gonna find something else. So now you done ran off, of, you ran off part of your customer base. Which That's now true. again, 
there is an area where you attracting like the wrong type of customers. Like if you were in a restaurant, um, you had a restaurant and like a lot of like criminal shit was going on in the area because people who were coming to your place, whatever, you know, like a lot of strip clubs have this. Like they get, they have a lot of violence that happen outside the strip clubs and the grounds and all this other stuff. So they kind of like have to have to do some kind of changes to show that they, they you know, doing better. The VIP strip club. Not understanding. It's third ward. Mm-hmm. You in third ward. Mm-hmm. Like you wanna like your your whole your whole idea was like, you know what? Let me let me let me say let me say this. I, I assume that the whole idea of it was that I want to be around a place that's historically black, but new businesses are coming in and they are uh updating shit in this historically black place. Well, you got that. You got the, the historically black third ward, but then you got these gentrified places where they're they're newly established and stuff. And that's causing a problem for you because originally you weren't a part of the plan for this historically black gentrified place. You were not a part of this plan. They wanted to throw in a Starbucks and um, a HEB in that bitch, I'm sure. That's what they want us to do. And a Trader Joe's. Right. <laughs> That's what they wanted in that place. You come your black ass and your turkey legs. <laughs> right, right. You come with your turkey leg hood and your drinks, and now you got lines of people standing outside these other businesses who are coming to patronize these other businesses. So now these other businesses are hot. And they got to look at, like, these other businesses got to look at people standing outside their doors, waiting in line to get into your place, and scantily clad outfits that they feel like uh, doesn't best represent them or their clientele. Meanwhile, their clientele are uh, the people who are, um, I, I have I have three Black friends. Black, Black Lives Matter, and let's go march, but, like, not actually go do stuff. Like these are right. these are the these are the things I feel like were actually happening, which is why yeah. they had, yeah. they and wanted then, to change the clientele. And then they go they go pull the Tommy Hilfiger button. Like, well, we 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 were really trying to attract these people. This is the, the people that we won't look like this. Right. Like you, I mean, this is me putting on my marketing hat. There's ways to attract the people that you want to have. And kind of like not encourage the people that you don't want to have without saying, I don't want these people here. There's there, so many I'm ways. I'm sure there are plenty of ways. There's I'm so sure many there are ways. Plenty of ways yeah, there's, there's but, so many ways to change your, your company's identity that don't include, well, we're going to implement a dress code. No, that's that's but, that's lazy one, and that's wrong too. But let me tell you one way not to do it is to serve turkey legs. I mean, you can serve turkey legs, nigga. You can serve turkey yeah, legs. You know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. If it was, chi- if it was chicken leg hood, it'll be different. If it was chicken leg hood, you know what you're getting. I mean, white people like turkey legs too, though, dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, Asian people like turkey legs. Mexican people like turkey legs. Right. You know, if you want to change that, if you want to change that, then you need to go out and, and you have to go out and actively uh, target those type of people to bring them in and put that diversity in there. But when you're just going to be like, hey, man, black people fuck with us, this is what you get because black people, one, are not a monolith, so you're going to get all types of black people. Yep. 
Yep, I ain't heard nothing about the Breakfast Club having no problems like this. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it's hard, man. And it, it's one thing I, I I look at when I see people that try to pro promote black. It's like if you want to be pro black, you got to understand you're gonna bring in all types of black people because if you hit something that black people like, so many different shades of black and and walks of life from the black Americans fuck with some of the same shit. You know what I'm saying? Like hip hop, hip hop it touches like black nerds. They touch like black sophisticated people. They touch hood people. Everybody finds, you know, their home in this. So to say, hey, well, we don't want this type of hip hop. You can't do that because you cannot. So many different black people. You can say I don't fuck with that type of hip hop, which is cool. I don't care about that. But right, like everybody that wants to be a hip hop artist, they can do it however they want to do it. So you can't say that this is the way we. This is the way it looks. You can't draw the outline and say you got to fit within this outline because that ain't how it's gonna happen. That's what they're trying to do with their customer base. This is true because uh, mumble rap, I can't, I can't get with it for the most part. But somebody like it because it's popular. It ain't my cup of tea. And somebody like I mean, it because it's popular. And probably some of your favorite artists got a couple of mumble rappers they fuck with that they will work with. And next thing you know, your favorite artist is on a mumble rap track, and you're like, you know what? I like this type of mumble rap. And you're like, no, right. no, 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 no. Right. It ain't I'm this sure. Type of mumble rap. It's still mumble rap. I'm sure I'm, I'm sure three stacks has got on somebody who mumble rap stuff, and it was probably a song I like, and that's probably the the gist of it. But yeah, I yeah, that was it. so. But so when you when you hear that, you say, "Well, we can't get rid of mumble rap because there are artists who are real good at this shit who could do that too." And that's the thing about it: when it's something like that, hey man, people that do it well can do all of it or yep. majority of it. You know, it is what it yeah. is. You know, you ain't got to fuck with all the artists, but you know, but that's the same thing. So you ain't got to fuck with all the black people, but you ain't got to alienate the ones who won't come in there because you like you do not. You people come in and dress how they want to. Like nigga, have you ever been to like a beach club, nigga? Like a white beach club, a white beach restaurant? Man, them white women coming there wearing all kinds of shit. Country, re- country music, re- country restaurants. They play country music, man. Them white women oh, yeah. everything. Oh yeah, definitely so. Now I won't lie. I've never been to Turkey Leg Hut. The wife has, and every time somebody comes to town, they want to go to Turkey Leg Hut, and that's what you know. I'm saying she goes with them. Never been. It ain't my thing. But um, you know, I, I, I support. I'll support them because I'm rooting for every, everything black, with some exceptions, of course. But yeah, uh, more power to them if that's how they want to do. They just have to understand any any backlash they get for anything, like. Like you know that was the, the 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 dress code was a while ago, so now they're dealing with the controversy of um, not paying a bill. And black people are gonna be uh, they're not they're gonna be they're gonna black remember people. shit, Bruh, Black people, Bruh, The news article that I pulled that had the had them in there get sued for the bill had a link back to that story. Right. See. Like, oh yeah, they also had this deal where they had dress code. Like, nigga, they don't and, forget. And, and that's because that's because, you know what I'm saying? You do something that's quote unquote controversial or catches attention, then yeah, you ain't living that shit down. Mm-hmm. That shit ain't going like, away. And then, hey, my boy said that so good. He's like, so what is that underlying issue? Ah, <laughs> oh, that was so good. He hit her with the he hit her with the curveball so hard. She should have knew it was coming. But yep. she wasn't ready. 
yeah. And she wasn't ready. She wasn't ready because uh she had it. She had her makeup and hair done and stuff either in the second video, like she did the first. Like they caught her at the restaurant. No, she, she got it. Yeah, she was at the restaurant before. The other one, she was at the house. Sit on the couch with her feet propped up. That second one. <laughs> hey, uh, you remember we had that 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 Arctic blast that came through? Pretty much hit most almost every state in the South. Yep, the East Coast right before Christmas. Yep. Well, one hour station um, really didn't have much to report, so they needed to talk about this weather. So they took the all hands on deck approach to get out there and report, and they decided to get this guy. And uh, he did not fail us at all. <laughs> uh, we think it's some gold. Oh, man, it did good, bro. He, 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 hey, he was not here for the shit. <laughs> oh, man, come Let's on, go. Man. Mark Whitley. Let's go. Mm. One thing I can't say about this computer, man. I got the little cheap junk. So, of course, a lot of programs that what normally should be running ain't you know doing what it's supposed to do. So like if I got some other shit running in the background, it slows this motherfucker all the way down. I'm trying to close one of these programs that I know is killing this shit. All right, here we go. Mark with there. Your processor ain't processing like it's supposed to process. Processing. The, the fucking window, the internet is floor. I mean, not even floor. Uh, what is it? Edge, Microsoft Edge is shut down at least four times since we've been recording. God damn. <laughs> yeah. See? Why be on that Chrome? Hey, dog. I want to put Chrome on here, but you know, I only got 64 gigs of uh, space on this damn thing. Oh, yeah. That's so true. I got to make a decision. Like, do I want Chrome or do I want to uh, just use this? And it's like, they say, look, you can. Uh, you can import your Chrome settings on here. And I'm like, okay, cool. I can work with that then, you know. If I can import my, my Chrome um, uh, bookmarks on here, let's go. But I had to keep updating them shit, so. I guess we're not gonna get Mark Woodley right now. Uh, but I guess I have to table it to the end of the show. Okay. Move down to the entertainment segment. Um, so part of my entertainment rant, I mean, this is, oh, wait, Mark Willis coming up now. Come you Mark? Mark, are you there, Mark? Can you hear me, Mark? <laughs> Mark, what does it look like out there? Mark out there moving? Mark's he talking, but the, uh, the mic's not working. Hold on, we have the we have an audio feed issue, y'all. Wait, wait, let's get, we're going to cut back to market just one second and see what's going on. <laughs> I don't think his name is, isn't it? Yeah, his name is Mark Willis. <laughs> He's a sports reporter at W at KWWL in, um, like I said, in an hour. I think it's Davenport Hour. Hold on, hold on. You say he's a he sports reporter? Yes. I told you, they took okay. all hands on deck. We got to get out here and report about this weather. So right, right. he took the he took the sports guy for weather. It's a it's a whole ass nigga who get paid for weather. About eight minutes ago, when you asked me that same question, right? I normally do sports. Uh, everything is canceled here for the next couple of days. So, 
what better time to ask the sports guy to come in about five hours normally uh, earlier than he would normally wake up, go stand out in the wind and the snow and the cold and tell other people not to do the same. I didn't even realize that there was a 3.30 also in the morning uh, until today. <laughs> it's absolutely uh, fantastic, Ryan. You know, I I'm used to these evening shows that are only 30 minutes long and generally on those shows I'm inside so uh, this is a really long show tune in for the next couple hours to watch me progressively get crankier and crankier how do i get that uh, storm chaser 7 duty I, I feel like clint got the uh, better end of that deal you know that thing's heated um the outdoors currently is not heated well i'll tell you what ryan i've, I've got good news and, and i've got bad news the, the good news is that i can still feel my face right now the bad news is i kind of wish I couldn't. Can I go back to my regular job? I, I'm pretty sure, Ryan, that you guys added an extra hour to this show just because somebody likes torturing me because compared to two and a half hours ago, it is just getting colder and colder. Live in Waterloo for the last time this morning, thankfully, I'm Mark Woodley, New 7 KWWL. <laughs> Mark said, I ain't here for this cold weather shit, my nigga. What is what is this shit? And he's like, you like you motherfuckers extended the time on the news. Cause this ain't normal. Like I didn't even realize it was 2 30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I work three, I usually work 30 minutes, dog. Y'all got me out here for two and a half hours just to fuck with me. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, All right, man. so. So let's, let, now let's move to the entertainment section. So. All right, so uh, I think this is like last week or week before last. It, it was recent. That people came out on the beat, critical of Lizzo. Once again, because always got to use Lizzo as a, a punch bag. And we're saying she made music for white people. Um, oh, I, as somebody who listens to Lizzo music, like, I don't see, I guess I still be white because I feel her music. But, man, I saw somebody had a tape the other day. It was like, these are music tapes that will get you canceled. And one of them was like, Lizzo's gimmick is she's obese and a big girl. And if she wasn't, she'd just be a cute chick that could sing people probably wouldn't fuck with. Hey, dog. Why is it that people are taking these shots at Lizzo? Especially by the way. Uh, jealousy and envy gonna always be there. And I because she's com question. she's comfortable in her skin. That's what it is. I asked this question, dog, because Monique made her name off being the big girl comedian, and I don't recall all of these hot takes on. Oh man, Monique. The only reason why she up there on stage is because she big and funny. If she wasn't a big girl, nobody would be wanting to book her to do comedy shows. Now, granted, Monique has taken her 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 strikes lately, but it wasn't because of her weight, because of other shit that she said, which even more mm -hmm. so drives my point home. Is I mean, people like to go with the fat bitch. You need to be happy with what she got, just because they like to take it. They like to take shots at big people, but like no. Why is it that we mad at Lizzo because she's a big girl who sings and does all this stuff and get out there wearing revealing clothing and all the time? But there were big women who made a name off of being the big girl, and that was ever an issue for them. Um, 
You know what? I don't really know why people are upset at Lizzo for, for doing that. Like, <clears throat> they say, that, oh, don't nobody want to see that. Somebody want to see it somewhere. Like, you might not want to see it. At which point, you can turn your shit off. But, like, you don't speak for everybody. Right. And, dog, like, there are comedians who got whole sets or, or parts of their sets where they talk shit about Lizzo. But, like, dog, where y'all comedians were when, when, when Monique was out here? Y'all were coming out on stage like, man, <laughs> Monique, Monique coming later, man. It's a big, big girl, man. <laughs> she dog talking to the Mon- girls, man. Because Monique would roast the shit out of them. Right. You you pick on the people that you can pick on. Like, I like niggas and Hattie takes on, Liz, uh, on, on Monique. They were going on TV shows like, man. I mean, okay, Corey Holcomb is one person. Yeah. I, I Corey Holcomb talks shit about a lot of people, so I, I'm not gonna include him in that. But there's a lot of named comedians out here who be talking about Lizzo. Who, if you gave them in that same five minutes to talk about Monique, they would never talk about her weight. They would not. They would they, talk they, about they, some they crazy up, shit she they, did, though. Right. They bring up the crazy shit, but they would never mention her weight. Yep. And then some niggas go so far they don't even talk about Monique. They talk about her husband. Like they they'll go all the way around the world, like, well, it ain't Monique, man. It's a husband, man. He's the problem. Right. Y'all don't talk about Monique's weight like that. But I, I just don't get the, the Lizzo hate. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like be, is it because they don't find her attractive? Like it, you don't you don't just go out there and just talk about people just because you don't find them attractive. Like that, I mean, people willing to put her on the stage and let her do shit, man. I mean, she's talented. Right. Her playing, the, her playing the flute would probably make more money than, than the niggas who talk about her. Right. But they want a reason to talk about her. Exactly. And they have none go. whatsoever. They heard somebody else do it, so they want to do it now. And mm-hmm. uh, especially especially the ones like the, uh, the average person who on TikTok who trying to get those uh, views, they want their shit to be... Um, Reposted and everything about their opinion about um about Lizzo on that on the gram on any kind of social media because they just want the, the clicks. It's the, right. it's the click like it's a, it, it reminds me of the same thing of Skip Bayless. I don't think Skip is as dumb as Skip sounds like he is most of the time. I think it's all for clickbait. It's all for views. Like if you had him and Shannon agreeing all the time on a show, then people might not watch it. So somebody got to be somebody got to be the uh, the the protagonist, and that's what I believe he chooses to be because one, it's the white guy, and two, uh, it makes him more money. I mean, the antagonist, my guy, antagonist. My bad, you are correct. That's that's why I don't talk smart. No, I'm just talking. Uh, yeah, it, but the antagonist, protagonist is the other but, uh, guy, the good guy. It, it's not even about just making name up in a figure like Monique actually saying like I'm a big woman. Big, big, big girls be proud. You know what I'm saying? But there are other women like Lisa don't come out and just like do it for the big girls. I mean she had done some things for the big girls after she made her name, but that's not her. That wasn't her. I wouldn't say that wasn't her main sitting point. And when you think about that, that God, that's a lot, lot of women that are considered big women that are popular or known that you know 
don't have that stigma, don't have dollar jokes about them, don't have niggas talking shit about them. I'll give you another good example. Oprah. Mm. Like, niggas don't talk shit about Oprah because she's a big woman. They don't make, I mean, they make Oprah jokes, but they don't be about her weight like, man, Oprah, all right, but she would lose a couple pounds, you know, she lose straight. Yeah, they don't. They don't. Yeah. Oprah, Oprah jokes I hear now, she she a part of the Illuminati. That's, right. Those are the Oprah jokes I hear. Uh, transitioning to our next article, another person that was in this next article, Sherry Shepard. Another person known for being a big woman. We don't really uh, have that much for. But Sherry Shepard was uh, roped in on, did you see what happened to Stephen A this week? Uh, he, oh, uh, he was on the show, right? He was on the yeah, show. He was on the show. Book tour. Heard, yeah, he was on the tour. He was talking to Sherry Shepard, and they had a topic about Rihanna in the Super Bowl. And, you know, he, he was like, let's be honest. She ain't no Beyonce. And, of course, you know, they right. came. The Navy got on their Not ships that. and came at this nigga. Right. I mean, hey, uh, at least he, he went for the Navy instead of the Hive. I mean... Yeah, he did, but he had to trade that lightly because there's there was an apology that came out in that that could have went wrong. You know what I'm saying? That apology mm. could have been misfired and, and could have could have landed on that hive. But uh he was just like, yeah, you know how to hide. Yeah, he like, I'm gonna keep my mouth closed. I ain't gonna say shit, I'm gonna be quiet. Yeah. But yeah, he came at uh he came to Rihanna this week. Yeah, he see, see, that's the thing. See, that's that's the thing. Niggas, niggas be putting their foot in their mouth. Like, look, if somebody asks you about one person, it doesn't mean you have to compare them to another person. Man, that's how you're going to get your ass Right. Like, if he'd have been like, if he'd have been like, I can't wait to see Rihanna in the Super Bowl uh, halftime show. He didn't even have to bring Yonce in there. He had to bring no, nothing like, else. Oh, he could have been. Oh, he could have been like, look, man, I'm not really checking for that. He's like, I'm excited for her, but it was something that I was looking forward to. He's like, hopefully she have a good show, people enjoy it, whatever. You know, like, it's not something that's my cup of tea. He didn't have to take no shots. He could just say, hey, you know, I'm, just, you know, I'm not really, I'm not really personally looking forward to the halftime show. And he could have left it at that. Could have left it at that. I hope it's a great halftime show. I hope it's entertaining. Uh, you know, because uh, here's the thing. I already know the wife ain't watching the Super Bowl, but she watching the halftime show because she loves Rihanna. Man. So it's a thing. And I might not watch the Super Bowl unless there's a certain team there. <laughs> we'll get I didn't watch it last bit. year. I ain't watch it last year. I hadn't been. I, you know what? I think the last one I watched full, in full, was uh, Ravens versus Giants. Mm. Back when we were in co- when we were in college. Damn. Yeah, that was the last one I watched in full. Like, actually went to a Super Bowl party, sat down, and actually watched. Mind you, San Francisco went to Super Bowl twice, and I only, only watched one of their Super Bowls in that time period in full. Yeah. So, and that that one, that, the last San Francisco one I watched was a massacre. So, they were a massacre, dog. They they gave the game with you. You were a massacre. You talking about against you talking about against the Chargers? Oh, oh, oh! To the last one, you watched. My bad, my bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the last, 
Oh yeah, the last one I watched because that was the one that they want. Like I ain't I ain't watched the one. Uh, was that when the lights went off? Yeah. No, last one I had against the Chiefs. Oh yeah. See, I'm thinking the Baltimore one is the last one, but I forgot <laughs> they went to another one after that. Like when when Beyonce did perform at halftime and the lights so went the off. The lights off in that bitch. Right. Right. See, yeah. I mean, look, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy uh football. Um, uh, but like at some point, I'm I'm not gonna root for a team that I don't want to root for. So if my teammate there, you you have my you have my divided attention. So uh T another TV day. Uh did, have you seen the uh are you aware of the Velma show? Is on HBO? Uh I, I have heard about it. Um, and, um, if, if I don't know how much of what I've heard is true, I just heard stuff in passing, but is many kindling like the voice of Elma? I believe so. But dog, I turned it on. I'm like, oh man, Kate might like this. It's about Velma, blah, 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 blah. And, um, I turned on the first episode. She was like, this, my name is Velma. This is the origin story. This is how we became blah, blah, blah. And then within maybe like the first three minutes of the show, I realized this is not for kids. Oh, they, so they don't pull they don't pull a Harley Quinn on Velma? Think Harley Quinn. Here's the trailer. Story told my way. Jinkies. My name is Velma Dinkley, and I've decided to finally share the bone-chilling event that drove me to assemble the greatest team of spooky mystery solvers ever. This my nigga, is that Shaggy? Hold mm-hmm. my way. Ah! She has no brain! Oh, I am not dissing her. She has no brain! And it starts with a murder. If I can't convince people I didn't kill Brenda, I'm going to be arrested. I know, but I also know how to find out who did kill Brenda. I think it has something to do with drugs, which I hate. Hey, Fred. Do I know you? It's Velma from school. I have a disease where I can't recognize people who aren't hot. Is it called rudeness? I have an illness! Hey, Daddy! <laughs> why would I do that? We're not friends anymore. We're nemesises. Nemeses. And that's why. Attention! For all you wondering why the police have not yet caught the serial killer, it's because it's a ghost. Jinkies! <laughs> Maybe it's one of those doors where you push in a brick and it opens. I have a plan. (laughs) I love danger. You might have more success with this if you went in just a little less judgy. Okay, Daphne, I'm the brains of this operation. You're just the look, style, and effortless charm. We do make a good team, don't we? In this day and age, you can't speculate about someone's sexuality unless they're famous or peppermint patty. The rules feel a bit muddy. Muddy? Oh, sorry I'm not a drunk on the verge of losing custody like every other woman solving murders these days. All our classmates are idiots, so let's assume they're high. You know what 420 is, right? Um, yeah. It's code for adults who still watch cartoons. First of all, yeah, uh, is that Shaggy? 
Yeah, Shaq, but they call it they call it Norville though. He's called Norville. <laughs> hey, what? The opening title was. She was like, I started. Uh, we started the mystery game, and it wasn't because of Fred's sex band. It started with a murder. <laughs> bitch. I was like, Oh, yeah. wait a minute. This ain't for kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. I was Man. like, yep. I started. Yep, watching gotta watch it. Yeah, well, you telling me you um you need a few more minutes? I started watching it. Did I was like. Oh, this is pretty good. Oh, this is Harley Quinn. They like got Harley Quinn on this shit. Bro, they had Constance wow. Wu playing Daphne. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, hey, they fuck with ethnicities because, okay, Nick, in the first fucking scene when they're they in the girls' locker room, Daphne is fucking naked, y'all. Like, Velma hits her with a hockey stick and she flies across the locker room. And only thing that's covering her private part is fucking soap. <laughs> And her mom and she and Velma is Asian and her moms are gay and one of her moms is motherfucking uh Wonder Sykes. And they both <laughs> yes. yep, gotta watch it. Yeah. Gotta watch it. Yeah. I was like, this shit's good, nigga. This shit is like I'm gonna be good because we're watching so I gotta watch this shit. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm only gonna watch I'm only gonna watch episodes while I'm on lunch at work. <laughs> And the other thing that I have to put in entertainment is Kaleidoscope. It's eight series mm. show on Netflix based on that has uh, based on a heist um, that takes spans from twenty four years before the heist. Okay, all the way up until I found this on the web for sure. All the way up to like a couple of weeks after the heist, I believe. I can't remember what the last episode. Pink is the last timeline episode. I think it's like a couple weeks after that after the heist. We kind of wrap everything up. But if you watch it through Netflix shuffling, you'll see that episode before you see the actual ice. But um, mm. Giancarlo's in that junk. Tati Gabrielle is in that junk. Um, and a couple other people that you probably would recognize in there. And dog, I didn't realize something until somebody was putting in there. Man, there's a couple like little Easter eggs in that motherfucker. Like, you, if you watch it in the order that I watch, you'll meet a character like in an episode. And then it was like fucking three episodes later. I got to see the origin of this character and where they came from, and I didn't even realize. Somebody like, yeah, did you remember this face? I'm like, god damn it. And they got my boy Pote, the dude that plays Pote in uh, Queen of the South. He is the muscle for um, the person they're trying to rob, man. He full Pote. So for those that watch Queen of the South, y'all know what I'm talking about. Mm. But um, I'm sorry if you think he's going to meet the same fate that he met in a home. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry for you. You might not want to watch the show. You know, meet that same face. <laughs> but the show pretty good, man. They they trying to steal this money, man, and uh, they're trying to rob this thing. And when you figure out what's the motivation to behind this robbery, because I think the way I watched it, I didn't figure out what the motivation to the robbery till like the third or fourth episode, which I think is purple, which is the very first beginning of the timeline as far as where things are go. But if you watch mm. it the way I watch it, when you watch purple. Like you already know who one of the characters is, and then you get to and you realize why these people, how these people know each other, and you're just like, oh fuck, that's why we where we are. And then, because I like watch that, I watch Purple, and then it jumps to like the episode after the heist. So I'm like, well shit, now I know why why this nigga wanted this plan this heist, and then we go to after the heist, and then we go to the next episode after the heist, and then Richard Ash heist, and it's just like a lot of shit. 
lot of shit. It's it's a good show. Again, let me, watch see. Let, me see what, let me see what episode they started me on. All right, while you looking, I know I went. I want to say I went yellow, green, orange, purple. Yellow, green, orange, purple, red. Oh, they started me off on violet. Okay, so violet is the very beginning of everything, right? Right, right, right. right. Violet, so violet the- is at the very beginning. So that's the first one you saw. So you saw all. So when you're going to see it, you're going to already know some things about what everything going on. Mm-hmm. So when you start seeing the other things get revealed, it's going to be a little different for you. When I watched it, I didn't see Violet to like the fourth or fifth episode. So when I started seeing that shit, I was like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's a pretty good show. Because like when I watched the first episode of I Watched Yellow, I didn't know the relationship between two characters. I mean, I saw like they had a reveal at the end of Yellow uh, between two characters that, you know, I was like, okay, I Mm, I should have saw that coming, but if I would have seen it before then, I'd have already known. Gotcha. So you're gonna know you're gonna know a little bit about this motherfucker that um I did you know, I didn't know going into it. Um so that's that. Uh let's see. Other thing I had um AVNs were earlier in this month. Uh only one that I gotta put on here is uh the guy uh Jax. Jack Slayer, he mm-hmm. got um, he he won an award for best boy girl scene. Him and Blake Blossom, uh, which is entitled "Dream Slut Blunt Stack Black Blake Blossom Worship Jack Jack Slayer's Giant Cock." <laughs> oh man, these titles are so oh, titles are a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? <laughs> uh, let's see. And then Kira Kira Noir won best female art, best female former. She did a lot. And for those of you that like porn, uh, my black porn rankings are going on right now. So you can go to the site or you can take the links on the story on um, Instagram or wherever else I post it. And you can post, you can vote for your starlets that I have announced. And then once that's over with, I will give you the final top 10 from the top 100. And also I edited up the video. Oh, shit, best supporting actress too in Sorrow Bay. Hmm. Okay. But I also have the top 100 black female actresses already done. I got to finalize that video tonight. I'll probably do that while I'm, you know, when I go to bed at night, let it work out. And then uh, that should be up probably tomorrow or Monday. So you get to see that. And uh, that's all I got for the entertainment segment. Uh, get ready to go into the sports segment. The only thing I want to say before we jump into sports is, nigga, did you see the videos of the Warriors at the White House? Um, I did. I saw one video of Andrew Wiggins uh, checking out the vice president. Well, there's another video from another angle of Jordan Peele, not Jordan Poole, Jordan Poole, not even pulling Andrew Wiggins' move. This nigga is straight beeline down there, and then he looked <laughs> back. He looked back and laughed. Let's see if I can put that on here so you can see this. I know you see, you see the Andrew Wiggins one is funny because that nigga <laughs> he did he tried the, to sneak. He, he tried, tried to sneak. sneak. And then he tried to, he's like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> what am I doing? Wait, let me let me let me fix myself. Man, the camera's everywhere, my nigga. Jordan Poole. You know, it's always cameras up. Yeah, Jordan Poole like fuck them camera, my nigga. <laughs> 
for a few years. I know some people's favorite time. It's also my favorite time because I get to talk and hear myself talk a lot. Uh, so um, let's start off with, uh, you know what? Let's start off with the good stuff, the juicy stuff. We're going to start off in the NFL. It is playoff time. Uh, so playoffs have happened, uh, have started, and uh, let's go the wild card around since we missed that. We'll go through that real quick. Uh, the wild card round had Seattle versus uh, the 49ers. Uh, 49ers won 41 to 23. Had the Chargers versus the Jags. The Jags were down 27 to zip at one point. The Jags came back and won 31 to 30. Uh, so, yeah, the Chargers are out. Uh, it also had the Dolphins versus the Bills. The Dolphins gave the Bills a fight uh, with a nice little trial comeback, but the Bills held off uh, to win 34 31. Uh, it also had the Giants versus the Vikings. Uh, the game was probably never in doubt, uh, but the uh, the Giants won 31 to 24. And then we also had the Ravens versus the Bengals. The Bengals pulled that one out uh, with against a Lamarless uh, Ravens team. And then the last game to round it off was the Monday night uh, uh of Tom Brady and the Buccaneers uh, losing to the Cowboys 31 to 14. So you heard the teams that won. Uh, the next round is divisional round, which is actually uh, going on tonight as uh, we record. Uh, there are two games today on this Saturday. Uh, first off, started off with the Jags versus the Chiefs. The Chiefs end up pulling out that win, 27-20. to 20. So uh, the cardiac cats uh, of the Jags are gone away. And then as we speak right now, the Giants are playing the Eagles. Uh, it is first quarter on, in that one. It's on Fox right now. The Eagles are up 7-zip, but the Giants have the ball at the moment. Uh, tomorrow, we got the Bengals versus the Bills. Um, a lot of people are – not a lot of people. Some people are upset uh, because they didn't have a coin flip or put this this game at a neutral site since they never got to finish their regular season game uh, with what happened with uh, Mr. Hamlin. Um, but who cares? Uh, the Bengals are the home team – I'm sorry, the Bills are the home team. Uh, they play tomorrow, and the weather tomorrow is supposed to be 33 degrees in um, Buffalo in Orchard Park, New York. And then the uh, the evening game we have uh, on Fox is my Dallas Cowboys versus your San Francisco 49ers um, and a rematch of last year's playoff game. Um, kickoff is at 5.30 tomorrow. It's supposed to be 56 degrees tomorrow uh, there. So uh, da, 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 da. that is the playoffs as we have it right now. Uh, I will ask you for your predictions of the three games that are not final today. So, uh, Giants versus Eagles. Like I said, right now, the Eagles are up 7-zip, but who you got winning that? Uh, the Eagles should go and take that home, man. Okay, the Eagles. The Eagles move. Uh, you have the Eagles moving on. Uh, the Bengals versus the Bills. Hmm. Who you got in I'm getting to the Bengals. I got the Bengals finishing up what they um, should have did on Monday okay. football. Okay. But, no. I also am uh, pulling for the Bengals on that one. Uh, because you know it's it's the Bengals. They they 
They deserve it. And then uh, Cowboys versus 49ers. Um, I'm sure we're both partial to certain teams in this game. But I'll ask you your opinion anyway, and I'll give you mine. Uh, I don't have who you got. You don't have an opinion? Okay. Not you don't okay. No. Oh yeah. That that is surprising. That is surprising. I figured you would just go ahead and go for your team since they are your team. Not for this game. Okay. Nope. Well, Well, everyone knows who I am rooting for. Um this is going to be a the I believe this is going to be the biggest challenge we would have this year, um, and if we can get over this hump of this uh, number one defense, then uh, I believe we make a nice little deep run. Uh, we make it through the NFC. I don't care about the Eagles. Never have cared about the Eagles. They can be thirteen and one or thirteen and whatever, whoever they wanted to be. But I didn't really care about them then. And I don't really care about them now. I'm more concerned about the 49ers. So we pulled this off. I'm excited. If we don't pull this off, then I'm rooting, I'm, I'm rooting for the Cowboys for one, at least the next game. And then after that, whoever comes out of the AFC. Because I can't have the Cowboys – I'm sorry, I can't have the 49ers win uh, simply because um, there's a family member of mine who roots for the Cowboys – I mean, for the 49ers, and I would not hear the end of it. So as much as I would love for Tony's team to win, uh, if they beat my team – I can't root for that team to win a Super Bowl um, because I would never hear the end of it. So that's what we got going on there. Sorry about that. Um, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, let's see what we got next. Uh, da, 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 da. We will go with, you know what? We'll switch it up a little bit and we will go with the, we'll go with college basketball. Men's college basketball uh, to be exact. We're going to go with the rankings right now. So AP poll rankings, um, we got – I'm going to just give the top 10. You know what? I will go through all 25, the top 25, and uh, only the AP. Who cares about coaches? Uh, Number one ranked team overall is uh, Houston, uh, followed by Kansas, followed by Purdue, followed by Alabama. Who knew you would see Alabama basketball in the top five of anything? All right. Followed by UCLA, then Gonzaga, then Texas, then Xavier, then Tennessee, then Virginia at number 10, Arizona at 11, Iowa State at 12, Kansas State at 13, TCU at 14, UConn at 15, Auburn at 16, Miami at 17, Charleston at 18, good Jesus, mm-hmm. Clemson at Clem- – Charleston, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh Clemson at 19, Marquette at 20, Baylor at 21, Providence at 22, Rutgers at 23, Florida Atlantic at 24, and Arkansas at 25. My my Lord. My Lord. College basketball is uh, a smorgasbord of teams that I didn't think would be any good or anything like that. But, hey, those NIL deals uh, do wonders for people. Wonders hey, uh, because they probably other than, probably some talent yeah. on those teams they wouldn't have. The the Miz and Dustin the other day has changed. Nigga, there's one blue blood in the top twenty-five. One blue blood in the top twenty-five, and that hold up, UCLA, Kansas. Is that who we count? Oh, Kansas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you see, yeah, you see, yeah, Kansas. Yeah, yeah. These are these aren't the normal teams that you would like uh, mm-hmm. associate with uh, basketball. 
I mean, Gonzaga has been lately, uh, but that's like, you know, still, it's still like one of those, like, yeah, not really who you associate with that. But uh, congratulations to those teams. Um, We will also run through um, the women's top 25 as well. Uh, So at number one, there's no surprise. Uh, We got South Carolina at one, Ohio State at two. You, uh, LSU at three, Stanford at four, UConn at five, Indiana at six, Notre Dame at seven, Utah at eight, UCLA nine, Iowa 10, Maryland 11, Virginia Tech 12, 13 is Duke, 14 is Michigan, 15 is Oklahoma, 16 is Gonzaga, 17 is North Carolina, 18 Iowa State, 19 Arizona, 20 NC State, 21 uh, Illinois. 22, Villanova, 23, Oregon, 24, Colorado, and 25, Texas. Now, reading through that, I uh, see there are some men and women's teams who are both in the top 25, and there's uh, UCLA is on there, Uh, Gonzaga is on there, Iowa State, surprisingly, is on there, Arizona is on there, Uh, I believe those, and Texas. I believe those are the teams that are, both men and women's are both in the top 25, so. Good on those a little, schools. A little less parity in the women's side. A little less parity, yes, because those a lot of those na- names are the ones we expect, especially the South Carolinas, the Notre Dames, the um, Yukons, those things. We expect a lot of those to be up there. So, yeah. Um, How do you feel about Texas being number 25, knowing that old buddy, and he's a Mississippi State, he stayed in the top 10? Top 15. Uh, so uh, I don't really uh, pay attention to Texas that much. I pay attention to, uh, to Sydney. But, yeah, uh, I noticed that Mississippi State is not – and actually, when I noticed that, there's a lot of – there's a lot of um, SEC teams that aren't normally where they are. I mean, of course, you have uh, South Carolina and LSU – who are still up there. I mean, uh, LSU is going to be there because the old girl coached at Baylor. Right, so, you know. right. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. Sadly enough, Baylor isn't up there anymore without her coaching. As much as I despise her um, leathery face looking ass, um, <laughs> LSU, <laughs> is, LSU is up there. Um, so, like, like the, the stables of uh, South Carolina, Notre, uh, Notre Dame, LSU, uh, UConn, uh, Duke women basketball is usually up there. North Carolina women basketball is usually up there. Um, but yeah, um, there are some teams that uh, you expect to be up there that aren't up there. Uh, Baylor uh, did receive uh, 51 votes, so they're right outside of the top 25, uh, along with Tennessee, who had 19 votes. Uh, you expect them to be up there as well. Uh, I thought for sure that Louisville will be Louisville will be there. Uh, Baylor did drop uh, drop out of the rankings. They were in number eighteen up until this past week. So um, they they have been they they have still been good even without old Leatherface in their uh, coaching. Yeah, I Louisville not there. the women or the men. Yeah, yeah. Well, the men the men program is is horrible. Like at one point they were zero for twelve. So the Louis, the Louisville Cardinals are they the Cardinals? Yeah, I think they're the Cardinals. The Louisville Cardinals were looking like the St. Louis Cardinals. 
and yeah, yeah, they were they were horrible. So they were over at one point. Uh, let's see. Uh, real quick, we have uh, some soccer. Uh, the U.S. women's team um, uh, started some uh, international play for like World Cup squad testing testing the squad. Did a couple of friendlies. Uh, they beat New Zealand, I believe, four to zip. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Dennis Rodman's uh, daughter is on that team, and she is pretty good. She actually won, um, I think it was um, League Rookie of the Year or something like that when she played last. Um, so they have a pretty good squad, uh, but the women always have a pretty good squad. So the men should be happy because, again, since they said that they were splitting all profits and stuff, um, the men will get paid for the women uh, possibly winning the World Cup. So they'll possibly get paid off that World Cup purse since the men uh, couldn't do it themselves. Uh, but, yeah, uh, you got that going on as far as those are concerned. Um, a couple of other soccer highlights. Uh, we did have a, I think it was a friendly um, uh, Ronaldo's team versus Messi's team. Uh, since Messi has gone to the, uh, is it Iran? What, what league is it? No, no, no. Saudi Arabia league or something. He went to some league and he's getting paid uh, 200 and uh, some odd meal uh, per year. Per year. So um, they said this, this nigga makes $63 per second at one point. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, more power to him. He's getting his money. Uh, I just hope he uh, hope he stays safe. Uh, so we got that. Uh, hockey is going on. I know we don't talk much about hockey, uh, but um, I think yesterday was the anniversary of the first black hockey player uh, in, in, in the NHL, uh, played for the Bruins. Uh, I saw uh, my Jersey guy. Um, the Jersey Wave, by the way, um, post a jersey of uh, his. If it wasn't Boston, I would actually get it, uh, but I don't like anything Boston uh, because they're uh, they're they are the Mississippi of the North as far as racism is concerned. So fuck Boston and everything in Boston. <sighs> Moving on, uh, but yeah, hockey is going on uh, for those who like hockey. Um, there's no hockey team here, but there is a hockey team in Dallas. I think they have a minor league team or something like that here, but I hadn't been to a hockey game, uh, since I lived in Dallas. So not something that really piques my interest all that much. Uh, let's go move on to the NBA and we'll go through the standings in the NBA, starting with the East. The one seed in the East right now is the Boston Celtics followed by Milwaukee, who are five games back. So the Celtics have uh, actually taken off a little bit on their uh, competitors, uh, followed by Philadelphia, who's the three seed. The Nets, who are the four seed, but KD is out for a couple weeks, so we'll see if they stay afloat. Uh, followed by Cleveland, uh, but and Donovan Mitchell is out for a little bit, so they are the five seed. Uh, my, the Heat are, are the six seed. The Knicks have moved up to the seven seed followed by the Hawks at the 8th seed, the Pacers at the ninth seed, and the Bulls at the 10th seed. So if the playoffs were to start today, uh, we'd have the playing games of um, the Pacers and Bulls. Do they do They do 9-7? They do 9-7? Oh, 10-7? Is that how they do the playoffs? The playoffs seed? I think they do 10-7. Yeah, uh, no, it's 9-10 and 7. 9-10. No, no. 
It's seven and eight and nine and ten. Yeah. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Seven, eight, yeah. Seven, eight, nine. Okay. So seven and eight, we'd have the Knicks versus the Hawks, which would be a great one because, you know, Trey Young versus the Knicks. And then uh, we'd have the Pacers versus the Bulls, which, uh, you know, reminds nostalgic of the 90s, Reggie versus Jordan, but not the same. Uh, so that's the. You know, the Bulls and the Bulls and the Pistons played in Paris the other day. You said what? The Bulls and the Pistons played in Paris the other day. First time the Bulls been back in Paris since Jordan was there. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a Paris game. What, Thursday? Speaking of which, the, the Pistons are uh, 12 and 36, so they are bringing up the rear, uh, working on that Victor Wabiana, Wabi, <laughs> that Victor dude from, Fran, uh, from France. France. I guess he's from France. That Victor dude, uh, they're working on his draft pick uh, to go along with Kate Cunningham, uh, who is out for the rest of the season, I believe. Uh, going to the West, we have the Nuggets, who are back at the one seed, followed by the Grizzlies, who uh, just went on, who just lost their 11-game win streak to some team, but we'll get to that shortly. Uh, but the Grizzlies are the two seed, um, followed up by Sacramento, who is the three seed. Yes, you heard me correctly. Not since the days of Chris Webber and Jason Williams or Mike Bibby, whichever one you wanted to put in there, along with Hugh Turgaloo and the Pedro Stryakovich. Y'all might not remember any of these names, but uh, we hadn't seen this, the Kings be uh, decent in the West in quite a while. But the, the Kings are the three seed, followed by the Pelicans, who are the four seed. Now, the Pelicans are the four seed, and they have Zion out, and they also have Brandon Ingram still out. So when those two come back, it's possible the Pelicans will jump right back up to the one seed. Um, the Mavericks have moved to the five seed. Uh, so they have bumped up uh, on some Luka Magic. Uh, he has been having to carry the load like he is James Harden with the Rockets or um, Russell Westbrook with the uh, Thunder. So we'll see how long that magic lasts. Uh, followed up by the Clippers, who are uh, in the sixth seed. Uh, followed by the Warriors, who are the seventh seed. The Jazz, who are the eighth seed, the Timberwolves, who are the ninth seed, and lo and behold, the Phoenix Suns, who went to the championship last year, if I'm not mistaken, are Beautiful the tenth last. seed. Beautiful last. Beautiful last, you're right. Uh, they are the tenth seed. Uh, and then bringing up the rear, uh, who are still technically in playoff position because uh, Phoenix, is, Phoenix is 11 games out. Oklahoma City is 11 games out, so they pretty much have identical records. So Oklahoma City, followed by the Trailblazers, who are 11 and a half out, and then by the Lakers, who are 12 out. So the Lakers are really only a game behind uh, the 10th seed. Uh, Yeah, they're a game behind the 10th seed, a game and a half behind being the 8th seed, and two games out of being the 7th seed. So um, they beat uh, the streaking – the 11-game win streak of the Memphis Grizzlies the other night, uh, a night where we saw Uncle Shea look like he was going to box T. Morant uh, and, uh, what, Dylan Brooks? Like, he looked like he was going to go at the team, uh, and Stephen Adams really didn't want to smoke. Stephen Adams knew he was going to be held back, uh, but I don't understand why they wanted to fight Uncle Shea, but it happened. Uh, but hey, yeah, you can say uh, what you want to say about Stephen Adams, but that was the only person that uh Shannon didn't call out by saying they didn't want to smoke. He called everybody else out by name. He's true. Shit about Stephen. This is true. This is true. <laughs> would you would you would you say something about 
Steven though? Like, Nigga, would you? I wouldn't fucking stack, spoil up Steve. I'm like, I mean, Shannon is big, but he big for football. Right. <laughs> Steve oh, Adams is oh. big. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that up because I also have something to mention about that. But, uh, yeah, uh, the Lakers still have an opportunity to make the playoffs. And in the playoffs, anything can happen. Anything right. goes. Um, you know, everybody's OO. And if you're healthy, uh, good. If your team, if your teammate isn't healthy, uh, and you might end up losing out on something. So, like, we see that's what's happening with Phoenix. We see that's what's happening with the uh, Pelicans at the moment. Like, teammates aren't healthy. And because teammates aren't healthy, uh, it's allowing uh, other teams to to jump up, like Sacramento. Brooklyn also well, not last year and this year where not just niggas not being healthy, niggas not being available to play, causing them right. to slide up and down in the rankings. So, kind of impacting where they fall in the playoff season. And they draw the wrong matchup, nigga. You will get swept. This is very true. Um, and so yeah, it's a possibility that some teams will still be able to make some moves. Um, Braun is one step closer to uh beating Kareem's uh all-time record. Um, it's looking like it's gonna happen before all-star break. And if it happens before all-star break, I'm expecting the NBA to do um a shit ton of uh, celebrating uh, at the All-Star Weekend for LeBron being all-time uh, record leader if uh, that does happen before All-Star break. So um, we're expecting AD to come back, and uh, hopefully the Lakers will make a nice little push. Again, I am a homer. I uh, root for the Lakers, so it is what it is on that. Uh, and then last thing, I this, this is sports-related but not sports-related. You know what I realized? Um, well, let me ask you this question. Do you know who Aaron Donald is? Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, can you – do you know how tall Aaron Donald is? He's not really tall. I think he's, like, right at six feet, if he, if he is even six feet. Yes. He is 6'1", uh, 284. Now, I thought about this in the uh, the way of – like um, a comparison, right? So everybody knows, everybody says that NFL players are big. And I've you've seen Aaron Donald. We've seen what he looks like and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the guy's name? Um, so we will – Aaron Donald is 6'1", 284. Um, compare, a comparative player, if Aaron Donald was to supposedly play in the NFL, in the NBA, would be Trey Young because Trey Young is six one, right? So I Luka Doncic is six seven compared to mm-hmm. two thirty compared to Aaron Donald. Like I I get when people say, oh, this person could play in the in a, could play in the NBA, but I don't think they realize like No they don't. You, I mean listen <laughs> if you want to understand height in the NFL and how tall people are all you got to do is go back to the 2000s and look at Marvin Harrison standing next to Peyton Manning. Mm. Like, I want to say Peyton Manning is like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, you know, in the NBA, that's, what, two-guard size? Mm-hmm. Marvin Harrison yeah. probably stands eyes to Peyton's chest. Yeah. 
like I said, niggas are big for like that's how I say that Shannon is big for football. Cause people are like, right. man, Shannon Sharp is big. He's like that nigga's big for football. Like, yeah, he's bigger than Ja. Yeah, he's bigger than uh than uh what's his name? Uh Desmond Bain and all the rest of the niggas. Yeah, but when you start talking he's about bigger than Steven Bruns, Adams, <laughs> yeah, Steven Adams and Bruns standing next to this nigga, like that nigga ain't that big. He's just a swole. He's like a, swole, a muscle baby compared to them niggas, man. He's right. swole, but he ain't tall. You know, there ain't a lot of tall niggas in the You want me to tell you who, the, like, comparably size-wise to the guys in the NBA? Offensive linemen. Mm, yeah. A lot of those, especially offensive tackle. Uh, what's the dude's name? I'm just talking about his name real quick. Because he's one that I was like, that nigga is big. He is big for a basketball player, and he got a basketball player body. But he plays uh football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Taylor Lewan. Taylor Lewan, he's an offensive tackle. He plays for the Titans. That nigga is 6'7, 312. Yeah, that's that's powerful body. He's the offensive tackle. But people don't look at that type of person as being. And the reason why they say these other guys can play basketball, because they look at them as oh, they're real athletic, they fast as they're like, yeah, but they little dog. Right, but a nigga like Taylor Lewan, if you got and he's off the tackle, so you know he got footwork. Like that right. nigga can get on the basketball court and do work. Those are not the type of niggas that you think about though. Like shit, look at wrestling. Um, Barry Corbin is an offensive guard. That nigga is huge. That's true. Barry Corbin like six seven six eight moves like yep. six four six five. Like those dudes were offensive line. And if you look at them without pads on, like now, like. That's a big nigga. But, right. you know, like your, your uh, Travis Kelsey's and your George Kittles and, and all them niggas, like they look big, but they not that big, dog. They barely yeah, over they, six feet. They are not. They are not. So I had to, I had to look into that look at that situation when somebody was like, yeah, Aaron Donald is the same height as Trey Young. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. Like, it caught me out. It caught me out rocking. I'm like, huh? And, now, now, and now think about that. Now, Aaron Donald is a defensive lineman. You just said he's 6'1. Mm-hmm. He plays defensive line and he has to go up against Taylor Lewan in the game. Taylor Lewan is 6'7, 312. Now, when you say, when you look at that comparison, like, yes, that makes you think Aaron Donald is a freak because he can, you know, he can do crazy things to a dude that size. I'm like, mm-hmm. One, he's small. It's harder to block those smaller guys. But when you see one of these offensive tackle completely pancake dude, people are like, that was a good block. I'm like, when you think about it, you got a 312-pound <laughs> power forward coming around pulling against Trey Young. He should right. lay him on his ass. <laughs> right. Every time. Like, that you know what I'm be, saying? Like, like, that's why it, it should be rare that defense, the, the uh, defensive lineman win. It should be a rarity. Well, you, you got you got somebody that's that's that small, that kind of speed going at a stationary target. And so that's the reason why they're that good. Like, you know, <laughs> you look at Michael Parsons, of course he's gonna have he's gonna have an edge against that guy. Uh what's my boy name in uh San Francisco right now? They tackle uh Trent Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh Trent Williams is another dude that's that is big as fuck. Trent Williams is six five three twenty. Uh, I think Keith Lee is that same size. But Keith mm. Lee might be, he might have, uh, Trent might have Keith Lee by like maybe three or four inches. 
I think Keith Lee is probably like maybe 6'1", 6'2". But they about the same size weight size. So you got Keith Lee knowing what this nigga can do by sitting in the wrestling, mm-hmm. going against a, a basically a stationary Trent Williams. Niggas like that should dominate. And that's why mm-hmm. people, I like people don't give offensive linemen the credit they have because the shit that they have to put up with and have to do at the size that they are, that shit is fucking amazing. I'm like, dog, that's like, dude, that is like, uh, let's see, uh, let me think about this, a big NBA, big, a big slow guy. Not Steven Adams, Eric, uh, Ennis Camper, Ennis Camper. That's like Ennis Camper getting in the game and have to guard Trey Young all game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, sir, his, his name is Ennis Freedom now, sir. My, my bad, Ennis Freedom. Ennis Freedom had to guard Trey Young all game and Trey Young getting – and, and, and Enos County, Enos Freedom is at his his position is he basically has to start from underneath the basket and meet Trey Young coming full speed at him. Who gonna win? It's gonna be Trey. Yeah, you know, we know that. Now, and if you put maybe a hundred pounds on Trey, he's still gonna win. Yeah, that, that's what that's what I that's one thing that when I saw that when people were talking about uh about Shannon, I was like, yeah, he should wax the rest of them, them front court dudes, but them backcourt cats. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Adams, did you not see how Stephen Adams was looking at this thing? I'm like, sit down, little muscly man. <laughs> hey, you stay in your seat. <laughs> They brought if yeah. Stephen Adams and Jerry Jackson Jr. came over there and told Shannon to sit down. There ain't nothing Shannon can do. And Jerry right, Jackson ain't really down. a big dude. He ain't really like a like a muscle bound dude. That nigga like what six seven six eight. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of man, LeBron folded that nigga up. Who Jerry? Oh <laughs> yeah, 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 on sir. that dunk, on that dunk, yeah. So I watched that play, dog, and I'm like. That play didn't happen immediately after they clip they put up, but it happened later. But I'm like, even in even in the context of that play, like LeBron took the ball for inbound, came down court and saw an alley yep. and went to the goal. Nobody can stop him. Yep. See, I'm like, see. Oh, this nigga right, is cool. in his thirties. He's late thirties, and this nigga right. can he can, How many times a game can LeBron do that if he wanted to? If he wanted to, yes. It's gonna it's gonna take some exertion of energy. But if he wanted to, yeah, he could just go down and be like, hey, look, I'm getting to the bucket. Get to the bucket. You're going to dunk on whomever. Like, he got the body, yeah. the mass, and everything, take that contact every time. That's the other reason why I'm like, LeBron be flopping. I'm like, dog, do you want to go down there with that body frame and take contact every time you dunk? No. Especially if you could dunk on a nigga like he dunked on uh, Triple J. And knowing that they're not gonna call a foul on it right. because of the way you dunked on that nigga. Yes, you right because you LeBron and you did. Right. You're gonna be animated when you get some contact, or else you'll never get fouls called on you. Imagine tell my big kids that all the time. I'm like, hey man, you gotta set it, dog. You bigger than every kid on the court. So if you turn around and go for a layup and they smack you and you don't try to finish, you're not going to the free throw line, my guy. <laughs> Yeah, they give no love to the to the bigger. They give no love to the bigger guy. Right. Man, mm. that is wild. Well, that's what I have for sports, sir. Oh, well, 
my my little add in for sports. Uh, indoor track season has started, and y'all know I'm watching the women. Uh, they have a watch list out for the ladies. Uh, but beyond that watch list, uh, Masai Russell from Kentucky, ooh, one of my favorites to watch. Uh, she set her personal best in the 60 meter hurdles and set the lead for the season. So she set the lead record, the season record so far. I think that's the NCAA record, she said, uh, for the 60 meter hurdles. They got her, um, Aaliyah Armstrong from LSU, and I forgot what the other young lady's name is from uh, Texas. They got them as the three to watch in the 60 meter hurdles. So, okay, here's that. Uh, you sent me old girl from Texas in the uh, the, the, the throws. Man, yes, she's bad. Yeah, she's bad. Yes, she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Talitha Diggs from Florida, somebody to watch. She ran with the U.S. team during the uh, the World uh, World Championships, but she's back in Florida. Uh, she's somebody to watch. Um, I'm not sure what she's doing in indoor right now. I want to say she's doing a 200 and the 60 meter sprint. There's that. Then you got the professionals. If you follow, if you like me, you follow them. You know the training. Uh, Shelly uh, Ann Fraser Price is coming back, and she's gonna be 36, my nigga. The five world championships, and she looks fucking fabulous. My God, oh man, dog! I seen a fucking video of Gail Devers. I want to say Gail. Mm. I don't know Gail Devers. I want to say Gail Devers like 55. And she still runs. Dog. Okay. Gail is in shape, my nigga. Uh, Gail is, yeah, she's 56. She just turned 56. Bro, Gail Divas is still motherfucking looking good. Still in shape. Still got that figure, bro, that she had when she was running way back in the day. It wasn't Gail ran in like the 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boy, being an athlete, I mean, Football is one thing. Basketball is one thing. Like, some niggas just play basketball for sport even after they leave. But, like, athletics, man, the training they go through to keep that body like that, be able to – I mean, it's, it's not really like I'm being able to have to maneuver and all this other stuff. This is just lining up, throwing an object or sprinting or jumping. Um, yeah. Uh, Katie Sagnia from uh, Sweden – She's also running the indoors. She's doing 60-meter runs, but she's a long jumper by trade. T.T. Uh, Terry, who just went pro last year, she had her, her first pro season last year. She had that training. She's back, coming back. She said she's going to be fast in the 100. She uh, ran the anchor leg in the 4x100 uh, relay for the U.S. team that won that world championship. Elaine uh, thompson Harrow. Didn't do as good as she did in the Olympics last year. She did it for the most part. People like she should ran, but she like, look, I gotta make this money, so I'm gonna get out there and run. Sharika Jackson, I sent that picture to y'all to y'all of her last night. You see what she looked like. Mm-hmm. She got there training. Darlita is back. Uh she she's pretty young in the thing. Um, she out there getting herself her life together, her and um Alma Pipa. They train together um, with the same coach, and Alma runs the 400 and Dara runs the 100. So they're getting ready. Uh, I haven't seen, damn, what did I have to say? Um, the one that we always talk about. <coughs> I haven't seen her training, but I know she is. Uh, 
Shakari. I know she's training, but I haven't seen anything. Mm. I haven't seen Aaliyah Hall, but I know she's training. I haven't seen anything about Shakari training, but I did see her uh, post something about like she wants to sue American Airlines because they were being racist to her on the flight. So yeah, she is she in some 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 drama again. So yeah. Hey, stay relevant, how you can, Chicago. Stay relevant. Uh, but like I said, TC Terry's gonna come on the scene. She probably gonna be the next young star for the United States team. Like I said, that's her first year um, as a professional. Else was I checking for? Oh, uh, my British man, from my, my British, my British crew. Uh, Alsha Phillips, she's training in Miami. <laughs> she's funny. She's like, hey, I'll be seeing all my, my, my British teammates out here in the snow and the cold weather. She's like, fuck that. I'm in Miami, bitch. <laughs> so she's training in Miami and then uh, uh, Desiree Henry. Man, now, I would say out of all of the women I named, Desiree, oh, boy, Desiree called me right now, man. I might I might drop this show right now, but I am out, y'all. That is a physique optics word. She looks like she lift weights, girl, but she is a sprinter by trade. She got the she got the washboard abs, my nigga, like everything just cut ripped. She posted videos of her doing uh deadlifts and, and squats and pull-ups, and I was just like, like Homer Simpson looking at that goddamn don't know. <clears throat> That's my um, that's my track and field thirst for y'all, man. So I mean, I know a lot of people don't fuck with track and field like that, but ever since high school, man, I've been like, ooh. I remember I had a uh, it's out of a wall in my room that had like cutouts of women from from like different magazines. So I had like models and and like uh, actresses, but the majority of them were women athletes and all very short. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I always have a, a fascination, especially for the, the, the track star. Ever since I seen Florence Griffith Jonah on that track. Oh, Joe. When I saw her, I was like, nigga, I can't run for shit, but this is what I want to see. So, just like MJ loves soccer and baseball, nigga, track and field is that. Like me and I don't really care about because I mean, dudes, we, you know, that, that's what we do. We, we train to get our body in peak shape and if you can run fast. I mean, Noah Lyles now, I will say that nigga is, is enjoyable to watch. I think it's comedy. Him running that track <laughs> in 200 and seeing him, that little neck be moving, he pushing himself forward. That shit is, that shit is entertaining. Now, you know, every now and then you get a Noah Lyles or Usain Bolt, somebody like that. You know, Carl, Carl Lewis. You know, you get to see somebody like that. Michael Johnson. You get to see those guys. Mm-hmm. But, you know, ladies, man, I love it. All that. Call me a thirst bag. It is what it is. No, we're going to call you that anyway. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Didn't have any TikToks mm-hmm. because I haven't been putting those out there as much. I've been just dropping what I've been on um, the Thursday. Thursday. Okay. You know, I guess this from now on, I gotta gotta send it to Jern for his approval now every week. Then <coughs> Jern for his approval this week. I think he he liked what I put forward. What about you, sir? Did you see Thursday Thursday post? What my bad Thursday's post, but the Thursday's post. There you go. The Thursday's post. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, maybe okay. 
All right, then. Well, anything before I start talking to Smith? Uh, no. Smut away. Smut away. We, we did get a little intro on Smut talking about AVN. I forgot what other expo they had in LA last weekend, but they did have that. Um, again, seeing women out there. I mean, hey, look, I see these women butt ass naked, but it don't even matter, man. Because uh, Anna Fox with that with that, that diamond dress on. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, what I'm saying because you've seen them without clothes, they, they, you want to see them in clothes, and it looks good. Yeah, 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 you know, I'm not one of these niggas to be out here with like, oh, we got to keep something for, for imagination. I don't give a fuck. I can have seen you butt naked eight million times, but if you put together, right, when you put something on, nigga, I'm going to still be like, mm, 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 snap, snap, snap. What that, what that uh, mean was when you tap the card on the table? Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Take my money. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tasty Black ranking this week. Uh, let's see. Six, six, nine. Ten right there. So, uh, honorable mention this week. Pervs out here looking at 18. Um, niggas that like the MJ approval, riding. Um, big tits, public, and African. Those are honorable mention this week. Number 10 was masturbation. Uh, the head game came in at number nine. Uh, the tree songs came in at number eight. Lesbianus at number seven. Number, oh, I think I finished wrong one. Oh, no, that's right. Six is anal. Five is BBW. Four is amateur. Big ass is number two. So you know what's number one. Mm. Number she, one is that? Yeah. Is she? Okay. Gmail making his way up there. But for all those people who be hating on it, somebody like it somewhere. Enough people be following the man. Yeah, it's true. Uh, today love what you love. I dropped, yeah, today I dropped the 10 um, models, performers Summer Isabel, Brianna Moore. Uh, Ariel, Pure Magic, Alicia Rain, Miss London, Josie Black, uh, Jenny Angel, MJ's favorite, Simone Richards, Young mm-hmm. Boss, and Jordy Love. So those are the ones that dropped today. I will be advancing them uh, tonight after we finish recording. So I'll be moving that forward, putting the next 10 up. So tomorrow will be 10 more. And then Monday, we go back to five a day. Get to the top. Yep, Simone Richards, my nigga, Simone Richards. Oh, and for people that are uh, you know wondering, the way we will be ranking this year is I just took the laser route. I didn't pull together the committee this time, but because I have been um, dropping the porn um, scenes all year long, I was dropping names in there. Uh, the I had exactly a hundred after I kind of like pulled some names out. Uh, the number of scenes that they had that were documented this year, so I didn't count any OnlyFans drops they did, which a lot of me has OnlyFans stuff. Um, the number of scenes they had, the number of bodies they done taken totally, and you know, I didn't mean this, I didn't put it as bodies, but the number of partners they had totally, both women and men, 
and um, just average that out, and then I'm just take the fan ranking and throw that in on top. So once we get that, you know, that, that score, that's what's going to determine it. So y'all both does have an impl- implication on what they fall in the ranking. Um, but added on top of that, man, there is, is a performer by the name of Elsa. She came on my radar today, bro. Do you want when well, I date you? You want me to tell you about Elsa? Elsa is the chocolate sister with the natural hair. Okay. She All was right. working for, I'm going to say she worked for Brazzers or somebody, but I know she just came on the scene last year. I remember her first scene was Meet Elsie. But um, she's gotten dropped by a studio or two recently because her thing is she wants to do mainstream porn, but she only wants to do it with Black performers. Now, my thing about it was, I'm like, oh, man, it's fucked up. But I don't really care because when white women were doing this, and they never worked with any black dudes. Nobody said shit. Like there is not a single scene nobody can find of Alexis Texas fucking with anybody else that's not white. But True. when Elsa came and said she only want to fuck with black dudes, like she has a tweet says, I want to work in mainstream for porn, but I don't want no white people. So she got dropped. And hmm. I say, Bring her back. Let her do what she want to do until y'all give us an interracial scene with Alexis Texas or any of these other white stars who've never worked with black dudes before because I know that black is a whole thing but y'all still got a whole subsection of white performers who've never worked with black dudes before. Mm -hmm. Stop the shit. Come on. She didn't say she didn't want to work with black white producers. She said she just didn't want to work on camera with white dudes. Which is her her right to to do? And the thing about it is, because she came out and she does have some scenes with some white guys, because she came out, she worked with a mainstream porn company. Her name is out there, and then she said this and gave her even more traction. Now she has the ability to go out and do her own independent shit, and people still check it for her because now there's a there's a section of black dudes who watch porn and want to see her fuck. Yep. And she working with black women too. Like she posted a picture with her, and I think there was a picture with her as a well, she had a couple of TikToks she dropped the other day with her and Hazel Grace, who was another black performer that's young, did the natural hair, the, the, the natural hair can't say, but a young black performer. And then she's also out here with Zawadi, who is an uh who is a Kenyan um performer who also works at all these different studios. So I'm waiting for the timeline to hit with scenes for them two or them four or three or whatever. So when she comes through and drop that content, be ready. And I'm sure it's going to happen. Shout out to Elsie, man. She is that. Uh, She also had a call for uh, these like black content creators to stand up and say something about that. And like I said, there's a lot of people that in that industry that didn't have something to say about it. They either did say something about it or they kind of shine up for it. But hey, I'm for one like, man, I don't see the problem with what she said. I, I, I don't I, see one either. I don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have a problem with interracial porn. I don't need it. I don't, you know, I don't like niggas want to fuck who they want to fuck. Uh, dude, chicks want to fuck who they want to fuck. But at the same time, man, we still got that. We still got that stigma where white women are not fucking black dudes because it devalues them as a performer. 
because the people that run the industry want to see them be only on camera get smashed by white dudes. I'm like, they naked, they fucking on camera, dog. Why is it that? Why is it that there's a value in not having your pussy touched by a black dude? Right. And, I mean, and you know, on top of that, like Alexis Texas could be fucking all the black dudes she wants to in her personal life that we never see. Like she could like, look, my boyfriend is black, but I only work on camera with white dudes. Or she would never say, well, I ain't say she never said it. But she still had that thing and she never fucked. Uh, <laughs> like there's a whole black chick that never fucked a, a vaginal scene on camera. Nobody right. said shit about that. Um, Mariah Mills, for her little short run, she never fucked a black dude. Nope. All her scenes were white dudes. And there's a lot of yep. niggas that were mad about that. And she, you know, for what it's worth, she still pandered towards niggas. She still be liking they, they, they little shout outs to her and everything and, and, and getting on the camera for them, but she never got on camera with a black dude. And uh, shout out to the uh, Instagram chicks that made their name on Instagram, posting themselves in sexy clothing and in provocative positions. Finally going out there, Deja Marie. Uh, she was out there on the, the rankings before. Uh, she she got started on Instagram. She dropped her um, OnlyFans page and now she's working for a couple of porn um, companies. Uh, CJ Miles, little four foot, eight inch, um, Asian woman who was always out there showing herself. She looked like a little sex toy. She out here getting fucked on camera now. She's working for porn, porn companies. So, yeah, shout out to them. Shout out to them. Shout out to them for, for taking the next step. And anybody else, uh, British Olivia, she didn't really do anything with any production companies, but she got a couple videos of her out there fucking. Uh, anybody out there that's out here selling this, uh, this, this pseudo sex on Instagram, Hey man, go on to the next step and put a porn scene out there and see if you like it. That's all I can say. I'm talking to you, Kimo. So. <laughs> Somebody that knows how to do this. I need Kimo Russo and Kira Noir in the same room, standing side by side, taking the pictures, not Photoshop. I need to see. I want to see. Make it happen. Mm-hmm. All right. That, I'm having my porn rant. It's uh, back to you, MJ. Uh, what are we doing? Shout outs? Yeah, shout out, shout out, shout outs. Shout out, shout out to, oh, hey, shout out to everybody who worked in retail who survived that shit uh, during the holidays. Um, if you feel underappreciated, I want you to know you're appreciated by me. I know a lot of people were, are like, uh, my company don't value me, uh, or uh, the people who specifically the people who were working part-time uh seasonal stuff but trying to get on uh and these companies decide oh we didn't want to bring nobody on because uh we ain't got the hours of the money even though you billion dollar companies um hope all the things uh in life have been good for you good people uh who are out there trying to do that uh shout out to of course the listeners of this year uh, fine podcast, uh, even the ones who listen just to hate, uh, just to hear my voice and hear what I'm going to say about maybe their their favorite sports team or, you know, maybe my opinion on something going on in the world today. You're still appreciated. I still appreciate you. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. 
Everybody needs those detractors. Everybody needs the haters to help uh, keep them motivated. And then last but not least, shout out to um, to my squad, my guys. Um, they know who they are, but, you know, uh, I'll name them off. Uh, Ralph, Brandon, Cam, um, Tony, of course, and uh, let's not forget Mr. Lacey. Uh, we're looking, at, uh, looking out for my guy Lacey, but, uh, yeah, just shout out to everybody who uh, is there uh, when needed um, to my brothers. Shout out to my brothers. Not, not the real one. Cause fuck that nigga, but shout out to my real brothers. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're hilarious, my guy. Guess what it is. Uh, yes, my number one shout out is to the young man who wins that lottery to get to go on that cruise. Um, <laughs> sir, be great, be a king, be dominant, don't be afraid, my nigga. Don't be afraid. And when you come back from that cruise, keep that same energy because you're going to want to know that, you know, what can happen after that. So shout out to you. Um, shout out to all my people out here who stay safe in these streets. Memphis might get hot here because of something that happened recently, which is crazy because it was five police officers that were fired for, um, for unjustly um, unaliving a young man and um, I just again I say because it's five black cops that they went they acted swiftly in how they investigated the shit and how they decided their results of what they were going to do from that pending investigation um, I'm not going to see speculate if they were white we've seen what happened to white cops and how long the law drags their feet I mean shit we've seen situations where they drug their feet over whether or not motherfuckers were even in the wrong for doing some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, look how long it took for them to say, come out and say the cops were wrong in um, Breonna Taylor's murder. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, they did that shit under the cover of night, man. They came out and said that shit. Um, also, man, um, they, they got the body cam footage of the incident here in Memphis. You know, they're talking about releasing that shit. Usually, man, it mm. takes years to get body cam footage on some shit. That's it. That mm-hmm. is even a body cam footage. You know, sometimes they be like, oh, the body cam wasn't working right. And I'm like, yeah, it was working right. Y'all just don't show nobody that. Oh, other times, the only time we know what happened to people is because somebody else recorded it, you know, mm-hmm. and they really can't get out of that shit. And even in that, they be like, well, it's more to what was happening than what was on the camera. They didn't see they y'all. Just complied. They should just complied, or they didn't catch the entire uh, interaction between the police officer and said person. They don't know what all happened, um, but none of that happened in this case. They just came out and said the police officer were in the wrong. They fired them. Um, they talked about prosecuting them for misconduct. Um, not sure if they're going to prosecute them for murder yet. They haven't said that. And you know, like I said, they even put these dudes' picture out in the news. So it is what it is at this point in time. With that. Um. All you people out there working, man, y'all be safe going to work, coming home, man. Remember, take time to be with your family. Take time to take, you know, help for yourself because this grind don't stop. You know, do what you got to do. And then lastly, man, to all y'all parents out there, just remember this because I seen the show the other day where they got these different parents talking about their parenting style and which one is the best. The best parenting style is the style where your child is learning life lessons. That is the best parenting style. Now, do I'm not saying you need to beat your child, 
so they can learn. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, as a parent, you know, you need to progressively teach your child the lessons that they need to be an adult. Um, just like when you're working with just normal people as a leader, you you know, you set the expectations of what this person can have going for the future, man, and they learn from that. Sometimes you just teach them the lessons and let them learn. Sometimes you kind of got to have like a little guiding hand over there. But whatever works for you, man, do that, man. You parents out there, quit trying to tell other people how they need to raise their kids. You know, that's me telling you how to raise your kids. Quit telling other people how to raise their kids. Mind your business, man, because what works for, you, for in your house might not work for other people, man. And if you got a child, I'm going to say this right now. If you got a child that you recognize early on that behaves and acts a lot like you did as a youth, just think about what things worked to get points across from you and what things did. And, you, and go from there, you'll be all right. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. a lot of us turn out the way we did because of the way we were raised and some of that's good, some of it's bad, but some of our ways are passed down to our kids. They pick them up just because it's a heredity and that's the way it works, man. Sometimes your kids are, are just good images of you as a kid. This is. I know my son like that. I just can't give him too much freedom, man. Because I know, man, my mama gave me a lot of freedom to do whatever I want to do, nigga. I would be, I would not be where I am right now. Oh my god, I would fucking, I would know it all. I like, I needed that. I needed that little bit of structure. Definitely, cool. Yep, yep, yep. All right, man. With that being said, that has been the show, man. I appreciate y'all for listening. Um, today's the 21st, uh, for those that did not know, uh, who do not, who uh, may be just learning, but January 17th is long live K-Law day that just passed. So shout out to my guy, K-Law, long live that guy, man. Um, so much of what he did around us is still here with us, man. So many memories, so many of the things that we talk about and do still here. Um, to the point that every now and then I get on Madden and play with the Bears. Mm. Every now and then, when I go I'm going upstairs, I try not to run, so I won't fall upstairs. No, that's me. <laughs> yeah, man. But, uh, appreciate y'all for listening, man. We gonna get out this thing and get back to our weekend. Appreciate y'all for listening. We out. Peace. Konnichiwa, bitches. This my fucking. This has been a Doctor Racer presentation.